welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here, joined by my buddy Pablo here. Say hello, Pablo. And today we're thinking that we should do a uh, Redbubble income report for the month of November. And you know what? I won't bury the lead. My sales were pretty good in the month of November. They definitely improved over October, as you would expect as we head into the fourth quarter. But if you guys want to see how much money I made in uh, royalties and also like what niches were selling well and my plan moving forward into December, stay tuned and let's get started before Pablo uh, jumps out of my hand. I just realized he was off screen. He's trying to jump down. So I'm gonna let him play while I record this video. Real quick, had to remind you, I've got a weekly print-on-demand giveaway running. It ends tomorrow on Saturday, so make sure you get your entries in today. It's completely free, and I'm giving away my print-on-demand mega pack, over $1,000 in prizes to be split by two lucky winners. Uh, You can actually increase the number of entries, by the way, by performing little tasks after you enter. But this week's sponsored by The Flying Upload for upload automation to print-on-demand websites. Save a bunch of time. Automate POD, print-on-demand design creation automation. So again, saving massive amounts of time. And All-American Graphics there, pre-made professional quality graphics. Oftentimes, I take those, I add text, and create winning designs. Right next to the uh, entry link for the giveaway, I've got a link to my free print-on-demand mini course delivered to your inbox over eight days. Very thorough. Take advantage. And I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community if you'd like to join. Um, Growing very quickly. Lots of great discussion each day. Love to have you. All right, so Redbubble Income Report, November 2020. My total earnings on the month amounted to $405.99 on 153 sales. What do you say we look up? How much money did that equate to per sale? 405.99 divided by 153, uh, roughly $2.65 per sale in uh, royalties. When I break down my earnings by artwork and I, you know, kept the designs to myself here, but so I blurred them out, but I did give you the niche and my top five, well, my best seller, my highest grossing, uh, earner was a meme. And I don't really know what more to say about it other than that. It was a meme. Uh, so it has some, you know, popularity, a little bit of virality to it. And I didn't have to do any advertising. It just kind of memes take a life of their own. Right. Uh, the next one was a gaming niche. The next one was investing. So anybody that likes to invest in uh, stocks, it was related to stock market investing. The next one was a science slash humorous science uh, meme, if you will. And the fifth one was tailored to a specific job. And it was kind of random. I was like, hmm, should I even just say what job it was? But you know how I was talking about Automate POD, that tool, a second ago? Oftentimes, I'll create like a nice funny template for print-on-demand design like I don't know what to say um like a design and I'll create a variable for where the job can be inserted so I can take one design and scale it out for a hundred different jobs or two hundred different jobs which creates that many different designs and then Redbubble lets us push 50 a day which is easy using the duplicate function right so instead of uploading manually and positioning your designs each time do all your designs at the same dimensions save a template and then clone the template every time you want to start a new upload to Redbubble. And it makes it very easy to get indexed, have a bunch of listings created on a bunch of different sub-niches of various professions. Like this one was super random, and it got four sales on the month, so it's pretty awesome. Also, you notice I didn't have any really huge trends making me a lot of money. Everything was pretty well 
um, diversified, which honestly, if I was to do an Amazon merch income report for November slash December so far, it was just the same story. I mean, I've got a ton of designs up, but I'm not really trend chasing. Most of them are um, evergreens, you know, and things like that, like sell to people working a specific profession, you know, because that's not cool. Well, I'll say that's not going away. And then 2020 happens. A lot of jobs did go away, but separate, separate topic. All right, product type. Um, got a big pie chart here. It's tough to, you know, Redbubble breaks down. They don't just say t-shirts. They say essential shirts, graphic shirts, classic shirts. So a lot of different um, slices of the pie in the pie chart. But um, my highest earner was definitely t-shirts. If you were to lump all the various t-shirt types together. Uh, if you split them, though, it looks like stickers represented 23.1% of all sales. It's weird, though. They, they lump together the various sticker types, but they don't lump together the T-shirt types because it looks like I've sold uh, fitted scoop T-shirts, fitted V-neck shirts, tri-blend shirts, fitted shirts, essential shirts, graphic shirts, and classic shirts. So a bunch of different types of T-shirts. If you added those up, it would probably be over 50%. Actually, for sure it would be. Or maybe it'd be close. Uh, my royalty breakdown by product type looks like classic t-shirts led the way. They edged out essential shirts just slightly, followed by uh, stickers coming in at third. By the way, just a reminder, I do suggest you increase your sticker royalties to at least 100%. And I've had people tell me they go above 200% and they still sell a ton. So just keep that in the back of your mind. You should be, remember, you're doing this to get paid. It's not like Amazon merch where they're going to remove it from the catalog if it doesn't make a sale over a period of time. With Redbubble, you know, you push it there, it stays there. So optimize your <laughs> products to make some sales. By the way, when you go in and you edit your profit margins, your royalties, uh, you can have it apply to all of your existing listings all at once. So that's a cool little feature. I don't know if you guys knew about that. But if you were like, oh, I already have 5,000 listings. I don't want to go back and update. No, no, you can do it all from your dashboard. You can manage the uh, markup, and then you can have it apply to everything. Traffic sources. So again, Redbubble splits this reporting up by Redbubble. As far as traffic goes, Redbubble, organic, direct, social media, and other. And you can find this on your dashboard. So it looks like the majority of my traffic came organically. And that is followed by Redbubble. And then it's followed by Direct, followed by Other, followed by Social Media, I'd say. Well, Social Media and Other look to be about equal. And again, I wish I had more clarification on exactly what these indicators meant. Um, you know, I've, I feel like I say that every month when I'm doing one of these. Redbubble does give us definitions, which I pasted over there on the side. But they're not that not that exact you know and I'm always thinking as a front-end web developer for eight years you know working nine to five I always kind of am thinking of like the technical equivalent of what these words are trying to say and it's not that clear to me so you know maybe I'll reach out to them and see if we can get more clarification Google Analytics now I wish I had the Google Analytics to show you guys but as I mentioned last month and it's still true today that Google Analytics updated their tracking ID format and it no longer starts like basically Redbubble has some validation on the prefix of what the Google Analytics tag should look like. But that's the old Google Analytics. And I used to have it working and it was working just fine. But then somebody said, Ryan, what about the new Google Analytics? I was like, what are you talking about? So I, I don't know if I should say stupidly, you know, I mean, it's not stupid, but I went in and I upgraded my old Google Analytics to the new one. And as a result, I can no longer track my Redbubble Um traffic and metrics and whatnot until Redbubble allows us to put the new Google Analytics tag in there. So hopefully, hey, Redbubble, if you're watching, um, it shouldn't be that hard. You just got to tweak the JavaScript in there. 
uh, if it was JavaScript, actually, we might be able to get it in. I'm sure there's probably some server-side validation also going on. So hopefully by next month, I'll have the Google Analytics stuff in there to show you. Uh, I can show you, however, the customer locations. And if you're wondering, how did I get the data if I can't get it from Google Analytics? Well, Redbubble actually gives us a detailed sales report. Again, you can pull it from your dashboard. You can download it as a CSV. What I do is I download a CSV. I port it over into Google, char uh, not Google Charts, but Google Slides. And then from Google Slides, you can go to, um, I mean, I don't know, what is it called? You can highlight the data, then click insert, and then click chart. And they give you a bunch of options as far as charts go. I actually, you know what's funny? When I was in college, I took this class called like data visualization. And I mean, I was like pretty into web development back then. So I ended up like crushing the course because it basically was like taking data sets and then creating like visualizations in using web technologies and um, ended up like teaching basically as a undergraduate student end up teaching that class. All, you know, I, I say basically because they didn't pay me as a professor. They paid me as a teacher's assistant, but the professor ended up, I don't remember if she got sick or what, but I ended up basically teaching the whole course as a uh, undergraduate student. So that was an interesting experience. And we worked with a lot of this sort of this sort of stuff, you know. Um, fortunately, like I'm not programming the charts. Google does that for us. And we just kind of feed in the data sets. So anyways, that's what I did here using Google slides. And I was able to graph both the, um, destination country for the goods that were ordered. Vast majority were in the United States, but as you can see here, we got some traction in Australia, uh, Western Europe and Canada. And also, um, I'm not that good at geography, so I'm not going to guess what country that is there in the middle, uh, to the North east of africa geography not a strong suit of mine so i'm not gonna guess i'm sure somebody knows <laughs> all right so what's my plan for december moving forward more of the same honestly i i don't see a need to really deviate from um the path that's been working so far at least until my full hundred thousand amazon merch slots are are filled up because typically what i've been doing recently and pretty much for the last like couple years has been prioritize Amazon merch, make sure that I've got that account growing as, as rapidly as possible. In this case, like I like to have my upload slots full. I'm about 10,000 uploads shy. So I'm going to keep going with this workflow. I use automate POD to create designs, use merch Titans to upload them to Redbubble using automation to save time, of course. And again, using a Redbubble upload template. So I have a really nice, really well optimized upload template and that is my go-to. It makes any design, like I wish I could show you some of these designs because you wouldn't think that they would look good on every product, but you can make them look good on every product if you put in that little bit of extra effort when you create the initial template. And again, create your designs at the same dimensions. Do yourself a favor. That way you can use the upload template um, function and it works reliably. By the way, I keep talking about upload templates. That's one of many things covered in my very extensive Redbubble course, my Ryan's Method Redbubble course. If you're interested, there's a link in the description. I wanted to read you a quote from somebody that joined about a month ago, uh, Saleta. So she said, I wanted to drop you a line and say, thanks for offering such an awesome course at an affordable price point. I've been wa wanting to sit under your tutelage for a while, but didn't have the resources. Thank you. I've had my Redbubble account open for a few months and have already generated a few sales, but honestly, I abandoned it as I didn't seem to have the bandwidth to take on another POD platform. You solved that problem by laying out a course that is succinct, engaging, and informative. Thanks for providing the tools and resources so that a novice like me can quickly grasp the overall concept with coherence and take the steps necessary for success. I didn't ask her to provide a review. She did that completely organically, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. Also, if you're still watching and you're interested, I went ahead and did something I've never done before. There's two codes 
available for 50% off to my Redbubble course. There's a link right there in the description. If you click and it says 50% off, congratulations, you can redeem it. You better do it quickly. Uh, and if you don't see 50% off, then they've already been used. So take advantage of that if you're interested, guys. I'd love to have you. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out. I'm here most of the day. I'm a big computer nerd. And if I'm not at my computer, I'm got my phone. So either way, guys. Anyways, thank you for watching. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Hit that like button for me if you haven't already. And if you're not subscribed and you want to do that, this is your reminder. That would be awesome. I'd love to have you. But thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.